Choices to you. We offer a large variety of restaurants to choose from. Hot food delivered to your home or office. Whether you like Italian, Mexican, Thai, wings or burgers, at Choices to You, we have you covered for lunch or dinner. Choices to You. Visit us online at choicestoyou.com or call 678-691-4541 in North Fulton or 678-765-8989 in Gwinnett. Eat out without going out. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio in the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for the Tiffany Crewman Show. The Tiffany Crewman Show is presented by ChoicesToYou.com, the official restaurant delivery service of Business Radio X. Let ChoicesToYou.com bring the restaurant to you. And good afternoon, everybody. This is Stephen Julian. It is 1 o'clock on Friday afternoon if you're listening live on GwinnettBusinessRadioX.com. And also, if you're not listening live, then that means that you have downloaded the podcast of The Tiffany Crewman Show. And sitting across from me is Tiffany Crewman. How you doing, Tiffany? I'm doing good. Fantastic. Doing good. Fantastic. Full. That <laughs> <laughs> You are full because, as always, our show is brought to you by ChoicesToYou.com, and they deliver fantastic uh, meals to you and to us for our show. And today's uh, meal comes from Frida's. Mexican restaurant, Frida's Mexican restaurant, located at 706 Grayson Highway in Lawrenceville. Their phone number is 770-513-3150, a wonderful family-owned and operated Mexican restaurant. And they brought us lunch today and uh, had some chicken fajitas. And uh, also for our listeners, Frida has made, they certainly want you to use choicestoyou.com, but they also wanted to make a dine-in offer. Anyone listening uh, and hears this uh, podcast can go in. And get $5 off on your purchase of $20 or more. All you need to do is give them the promo code RADIOX. That's pretty simple. So I had lunch yeah. today. And we're going to have, I'll probably enjoy that over the weekend and mm-hmm. some other times in the future. Tiffany, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Good. Doing good. 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 Still pregnant. <laughs> that's going to be, oh, be the case yeah. for a while. Yeah, a little while longer. We certainly hope that and, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, you stay healthy and stay well. And, mm-hmm. and so you've been enjoying some morning sickness, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's been <laughs> so, wonderful. <laughs> I don't know whoever named it morning sickness. It had to be a man. <laughs> Definitely it's, was a man. It's, it's not just in the morning sickness. Period. Definitely. Right? But uh, it's all uh, it's all for a good cause and yeah. all for a, a good healthy baby delivered uh, right. someday in the future. So today, yeah. let's get your mind off the sickness and yeah. let's talk about launching a product because okay. that's kind of been our where we've been for the last. Few I years. want to talk a little bit about where I've been today. Actually, oh. um, it's it's Do the tell. space I am blessed to work in is so inspiring to me because I get a spot that I can go and have business meetings in that's professional. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a beautiful location, but I also get to meet other entrepreneurs. Today, I met a scientist that used to work with the CDC, and she's a woman scientist. And I'm like, you're a scientist, and I'm just just awestruck that she is an actual real scientist, you now, know? Now, how do you, so you're in, so we're talking, we're going to talk a little bit about co-working spaces. Yeah, yeah. Um, and let me just lay out the other topics real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also want to talk about um, launching websites mm-hmm. uh, and we want to talk about starting a relationship with retailers. And again, yes. for our listeners uh, and for our community, this is all specifically about launching a product business. Right. Um, and so we've been taking some few weeks and, and we had a recap last week. So, you, uh, we want to start with the first topic of kind of if you're an entrepreneur, if mm-hmm. you're a startup, you're getting your product business off the ground. One of the great resources mm-hmm. can be instead of just 
staying in your office at your house yes. or a closet or the kitchen mm-hmm, table, mm-hmm. you have the opportunity to be part of a co-working space. Yes. So you met this scientist from the CDC. Yeah. Is this just as you're both at the coffee machine? Well, or, she was or? a fellow member. She's, she okay. also works out of there because obviously she doesn't have, she doesn't need a permanent workspace. She needs to come in and meet with people. She needs to come in and have silence when she needs it. And she probably works from home a lot. But it's funny because I've actually gone through all the stages of um, office location, if you yeah. will. When I first started on Shark Tank, I did everything out of my garage. And then it got way too big, way too fast. Went into a uh, warehousing space here in Brazelton, had an office out of there, worked part from home, part from there. And then obviously all my inventory was there. So I right. had to have that space. Right. Now that I'm licensing Ava, I've gone back the other direction. I still need a spot to meet with people that is not my home, obviously. Right. Right. <laughs> Shark Tank fans at your house, not the best thing. Um, I found that out the hard way. Um, so yeah, it's nice to have that space that's professional, but I don't have to be there every day either. Well, and and so when you're in this co-working space, and and one of the things we want is if uh, if you're part of our community, we and you're using a co-working space or you're mm-hmm. looking for a co-working mm-hmm. space, we want to hear about the the best parts of those co-working spaces. We'd love to talk about um, mm-hmm. ones that others use across the country, but let's focus specifically. You are with uh, Cornerstone Co-working yes. in Lawrenceville, correct? Yes, I am. They've actually been on Business Radio X before. Oh, okay. Uh, they've mm-hmm. been on one of our other shows. Just great people there, and mm-hmm. and so give give our uh, give your community an oppor- an opportunity to kind of get a picture of what it's like at a good co working mm-hmm. space. Because I, I, I think sometimes some people think, oh, it's all these small little cubicles, yeah, and small little no. offices. It's well, like and that. I think it can be at some places, but uh-huh. this place is a it's a beautiful location. They've taken a location right downtown in Lawrenceville, completely redid it. It's very modern. Um, it's got all these little offices that are kind of closed off, but it also has big meeting spaces. And then it's got areas where you can just sit outside, not outside, but outside in like the open common areas mm-hmm. and meet with people. So uh, members come and they either uh, meet out there in those common spaces with whoever they're meeting with if they don't need privacy or whatever. But if they need something more private, they they rent out one of the rooms for the day. So okay. if, say they pay a membership fee to come in. They also pay a little bit to rent that room just for that day, which is nice. You okay. know, you can stay on a budget and only use it when you're meeting with a big client and you want to appear to be bigger than you are. Right. They've got screens in there. You can hook up your all your technology and, you know, do presentations. And it's just it's just a really great place. So, so it's kind of as much or as little as you need right. or want. Yes. Um, and I know you've spoken when we did the very first week of, of this topic of launching a product business, you, you've, and I've heard you say it many times, people who start their uh, businesses, they spend all the money yeah. on letterhead and, and Let me nice get an office space and, right away, right. And which you never need, you right. know. Let me pay monthly, mm-hmm. um, you know, for, for this huge office space mm-hmm. that I'm, that I'm, I'm going to now be at it 60 hours a week. And well, I saying, love the guys who started this place because they have their own company. Novologic is the name of their brand. And they found that location and realized we could buy this, turn this into a co-working space for our community, and then use the backspace. So the whole backside of this office is where Novologic is housed. So their entire company is run out of there. But then the whole front space is the co-working. And they don't just stay in the back. They come out yeah, they and come out, relationships obviously. with people. But what so. the, and they're really good about that. And they connect a lot of different people within their community. And I, to be honest with you, I'm not a big fan of networking. <laughs> you go in, you're, it's awkward. Sometimes it, you know, it just c- kind of drags on. And Wait a minute. Are you talking about networking like or networking are you talking meetings. about hanging out with me and Mike and Trey? <laughs> no, that's what? good. That's uh, okay. good. Right, I good. love you guys. But no, it's not even that I don't want to meet new people. It just can sometimes be a little dry. And right. the good thing that they do here is 
um, Jay and Burke and all the people that run Novologic, they're really good about connecting the right people. So if they've seen you and you run a certain small business that may work well with another, they'll stop you and say, hey, you've got to connect with so-and-so. They're the reason I did the Big Peach running company filming that I did recently. So they connected me with them and, and we ended up doing that whole, you know, running challenge and filming thing together. So so far be it from me as your trusty co-host to disagree with you yeah. on the air <laughs> live uh, or on the, they'll probably edit this out of the podcast. But <laughs> what you just described um, is actually the right way to network, right? Yeah. That is net. That's what networking is supposed to be. That's true. The awkwardness does happen and the awkwardness mm-hmm. does happens when networking events or groups become um, more about numbers or more about um, activity than about what networking truly is, which is introductions. And so mm-hmm. here at this, because I, I think uh, one of the things you're describing, if you are looking for a good co-working space, mm-hmm. find out the culture of, yes. of networking and relationship building, because there's a, there's a happy medium mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. It can go too far if, yes. if Novologic yes. guys <laughs> come popping their head into every single space and all, right. hey, what you doing? Yeah. Hey, who can? But Never they happens. find yeah. opportunities to build relationships, right. which is more than just having a good space to meet, mm-hmm, having mm-hmm. A, a, a good value, which I'm sure it is. If you can get to where there's relational opportunity, mm-hmm. then man, that's co-working to the nth degree. Well, and I've found that there's just so many inspiring people at this one space. It blows my mind. Everybody I've connected with there, I've done some sort of project with. Everybody. Every single person he's introduced me to, I've ended up working with. Okay. So in this co-working space, again, I'm As a go matter back- of fact, this opportunity came from something there. there I can't remember how it it came about, but they set up, I think the initial interview with you guys on your show. After they came, (laughs) after they came on our show, I believe they introduced us to you. Yeah. There you go. No. So I I guess apart from someone at the co-working space introducing you, is there, because you're out and about in this open area working at times, Mm -hmm. is that how you meet other people? You just Mm kind of go, Hey, what's up? What right. you working on? I mean, it's a little bit of just, yeah. Uh, okay. And you can be as private as you want. I mean, if you have something where you need to go in, shut the door and work and right. keep your head down, that's fine too. It's not this huge, you know, party, <laughs> but um, it's nice to have that because we do tend to, as entrepreneurs or my type of business, try to stay at home and kind of. I'm flashing back to study hall in high school. <laughs> the people in the corner yeah. uh, put, you know, kept their hats down. They, they were, don't bother me. But then the yeah. people in the middle, Hey, let's talk. So, all right. So, uh, to our community out there, um, if you're in the Gwinnett County area and you're looking for a good co-working space, we would, we would certainly urge you to go look at corner, cornerstone co-working. Mm-hmm. Uh, just let them know that, uh, you heard about it on the Tiffany Crewman show. Yeah. And you wanted to get a tour and you want to and they'll even take you to Tiffany and, and <laughs> she, apparently she'll do some kind of project with you because yeah, she has apparently. with everybody she's met. Um, oh but, boy, I shouldn't have said that. Huh? <laughs> just kidding. But you can tell them you heard it on the Tiffany Crewman show. They'll definitely give you a tour. I've been there. It's a great space. Mm-hmm. Um, they also, even if you're not looking to uh, kind of be a member there or, or work there, they're a good space if you're looking for meeting space. If mm-hmm. you're looking I think they to do, do one-off event. stuff. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they they can definitely they have they have different size rooms. Mm-hmm. That you can come and do a a lunch and learn. Yep. You know, my day job is kind of like that. You want to get people in a room and talk about what you do. Um, there's definitely a lot of a lot of uh, different ways that that co working can help. And to our community, if you're not in the Gwinnett County area, let us know about the co working spaces. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Let us know the the good ones. Let us know. Good and bad experiences. We'd love to to Definitely. bring that to the community and share that more, uh, because uh, again, and and I guess co working is really trying to build community, right? I mean, right. that's really what right. we're trying to do. 
So fantastic. So, and when I've shared images of there, I've had people in other states do exactly that. Yeah. Oh, we don't have um, that brand, but this is the one that we use right. or this is the one that we love. So there's a couple of there's a couple of large companies. Uh, Regis is, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the Business Radio X started originally in a Regis mm-hmm. office space. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they do a good job. I, I think it's more sectioned off. It's, yeah. There's not as much open area. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different ways to do this and yeah. do this well. And so Depends you gotta, on what works for you. There you go. But the key is, the main key you're saying is when you're launching your product business, a lot of it is about controlling mm-hmm. the costs. Mm-hmm. And so co-working This is a great way or, to do that. Yeah. Start with the smallest package they have and work your way up as you need more meetings. And if it needs to be in the garage yeah. at the beginning, Yeah, do mine it was in the garage. garage. Mine and, was in the bonus room actually right. for many years. <laughs> and it was, uh, it, we had uh, the uh, do my own pest control was uh, in their in, basement, in their basement. Yeah. So parts of the house and then move out from there and look for a co-working space. All right. So that's topic number one. Um, and we want to hear from you guys uh, in the community. Um, give us your, your good ideas mm-hmm. and give us your, you can tell us your not so great experiences. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, not give exact names to protect the innocent. We're just looking to guilty. save you that commitment. And when you first start a business of, you know, a thousand dollars a month for right. a rental, this is just not feasible for and, a new and business. a five-year lease, right? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. signed a five-year lease and now I can't yeah. go anywhere, all that kind of stuff. All right. So let's move into topic number two, which is we've talked about physical location. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about online location. Let's talk about, um, you having a website. Yes. Um, and, uh, Tiffany and I were talking about this off the air and, and we were doing some discussion and, and. This was rather interesting because uh, you you kind of came with mm-hmm. with some your own experience, belief, yeah. your own experience, yeah. and I kind of pushed back a little bit. And you convinced Again, me too of that, yeah, well, eh, just, <laughs> a little bit. Just that there's two sides of this coin, yeah. I think. So, so talk a little bit about your experience of doing your website, both mm-hmm. good and bad, that mm-hmm. you've you've lived through. Um, well, when I first started out, I spent way too much. Barbara and I spent way too much on our initial website. It was I want to say it was eight thousand dollars. Um, and it was not a complex website. We're selling one product, you know, one type of branding on there. It was, that was it. And, and at the time, it was avatheelephant.com yeah. or something yeah. like that. the same okay. as it is now, yeah. It was just too much. I mean, it, it, not only that, but this person had complete control of our website. And it was very frustrating. If we ever needed to change something, we had to go through this person. Maybe they were on, off on vacation. Maybe. How did you find them? I think through a referral of hers. Okay. I, I don't remember. But now I know so much about it. I would never go that route again. But um, So there's a key point. You you are on Shark Tank. You, mm-hmm. You've got your product and, and you're starting to get it launched quickly. And right. again, we've talked about it. Yeah. In your experience, it was we got to get this ready to ramp mm-hmm. before it hits the air because we expect a lot of Orders. And I think that was why we pulled the trigger on such a high cost website. We were thinking, you know, is it going to stand up? Is it going to actually stay live during the show? Ah. So this person had convinced us that we needed all of this um, bandwidth. Even, yeah, or, yeah. Th- through him that that we would crash if not. And come to find out, Shopify, which is a very commonly used you know website hosting platform now. Uh, can handle it just fine as long, especially if you're in communication with them, like I have been when my show has aired. Okay, so times. so you your your first experience was with a tailor made website mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, by an individual or a small company who could really mm-hmm. tailor what they do for right. for what you're looking for. And now you've mentioned Shopify. Now I I don't know if Shopify was around back then. Yeah, I don't um, think so. I mean, it would, it was just taken off. It was brand new. I mean, it's grown yeah. tremendously in so let, five, let's, six years. So let's talk about the concept of Shopify. Kind of, you know, for, and some people know a little bit about the company. Maybe nobody's, for people that haven't had any experience, mm-hmm. uh, unpack Shopify a little and bit it, and that experience. It sounds as if I'm I'm doing a deal with <laughs> Shopify or they're, you know, sponsoring the yeah, show they're because not. they're not. We, right. we have to say that. But I just love this platform because I dove in myself, built, rebuilt Ava's website on there. 
uh, a couple years ago and I've been using it ever since. And it is something that allows a small business owner to not only build out their website themselves and switch things up, but they have an interface that you can get into and see all of your sales, all of your shipping. Everything is in one space on this website and it's very reasonably priced. And so you go in and you basically build your own Mm -hmm. product website that they are hosting. Yes. And then they also handle inventory or yeah and they don't handle it per se but they but it's all located in that one space right. versus using different so your, software your entire e-commerce operation uh-huh. mm-hmm. can be through one including provider. payments you can also do your payments through there and wow. that's that's a big um holding point for a lot of people that are launching a product there they know that there's a lot of options out there stuff like square the little one you plug into your phone right. a lot of people right. use that um but they they get they stop there because there used to be so many weird options that charged you a lot of money in different ways when I first started out that they don't know, how am I going to take payments? Now Shopify has a very simple platform where you pay this percentage for each sale. And it's not the best, best rate. There's definitely better rates out there, but it's pretty darn good for someone starting out that wants to just give it a shot, you right. know, put a product out there and see what it does. So, um, and and I mentioned when you were talking about Shopify, I thought of another kind of national platform for another type of niche, which mm-hmm. is a product that would be a handmade product. Etsy yeah, is is right. another um, idea. I, I know there's a lot of uh, product people and and brand people who also use Amazon and and eBay to some mm-hmm, extent. Mm-hmm. Wix right? is another option. Okay, yeah, so so option. so there are very large platforms mm-hmm. that allow you as an individual to be a part of that large platform mm-hmm. and rather quickly and rather inexpensively yes. set up something. And you made a comment, this is probably a great option for a uh, one product. You had one yes. product, right? Mm-hmm. So so not a ton of SKUs. See, mm-hmm. I remember the lingo. Yeah. Um, so Well, and maybe, no, there's a lot of them that do host a ton of SKUs. You know, they may okay. have thousands of products on there, but it's not so good, I don't think. And maybe it is if you get, more detailed into it, but it's not so good for custom websites like like the Gwinnett Business Radio website where you're going to need different players in different spots and everything has to work flawlessly. Right. And different shows have to be in different places on that website. That's a little more complex. That's where, where you came in earlier with your argument. So this is where I'm going to, yeah, and we didn't argue. Yeah. I, I pushed back <laughs> a little bit. I like to use the phrase, the other side of the coin. Yeah. So on the other side of the coin, um, Business Radio X uh, uses a local website provider. And this local company does a very, very good job of tailoring websites to uh, local companies' mm-hmm. needs. I, I would say that the other side of that coin, and and they're not they're not a sponsor of this show either. Um, but you know, Make It Loud is is who does who hosts mm-hmm. our website, and and one of the things they offer is uh, they kind of say, "Hey, let us hold your hand and mm-hmm. and let us walk you through everything." And then what you'll find is that they're helping you with more than just Look, there's your website. They've got ideas for marketing mm-hmm, it. They've got mm-hmm. ideas for search engine optimization. Yeah. They're 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 going to kind of say, "Look, we're going to make your digital platform mm-hmm. really get the results out of it that you want to get it, yeah. out of it." So, um, so I would say the Shopify, Etsy, that kind of stuff is more. Look, all I need is to just get something mm-hmm, online. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, let's be honest, you're probably paying some kind of premium for for template service. I mean, it's just, yeah, there's just different, a simple template. Yep. You take a template, work with a graphic design artist and fill in those spots that you need to do, you know, with different graphics. Um, it, it, so it's, it's perfect for that. It's a square hole. And if your business can fit in a square yes. hole, it's, it's real easy. If you, 
you start it's getting rounded case edges. scenario for that right. because you, you don't want to spend five ten thousand dollars for something like that. But if you need something more complex, definitely. And, and I think um, some of so the other side of that. Let's go back to that other side of that coin and some of the local um, small website not small, but the local website providers who uh, have a local presence and are going to build a relationship with you. There's another side of it of look. You want more than a template. Mm-hmm. You want to get a message out. You want to brand yourself through. You want a digital brand. Mm-hmm. And um, more importantly, you're successful enough to purchase that or have that service. You right. know, you can't jump into that day one. So uh, well, at, at the studio, Mike obviously in the studio are in that position to work with a company like that. So it's nice that they're at that level. Well, and 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 I don't know all of the ins and outs of their experience, but but myself and other business owners that I've talked to, um, I think when it comes to websites, one thing you and I will both agree on is there are not many parts of building your business that you can have either a fantastic experience yeah. or one of the worst experiences yeah. possible, right? There's a <laughs> yes. very wide spectrum. Yeah. And sometimes people are looking, hey, I just want a good experience of one that doesn't... I got to say, though, I've heard more horrible experiences on websites than probably anything. Right. I mean, just one after another, people saying five to 10, that's like the magic number. Five to $10,000 is what I spent on right. this. It's not even functional. The person disappeared. I can't reach them. I mean, just really, really bad experiences. Yeah, yeah. So if you do find one, like the, who were the who were the people that, that make it loud? Make it loud. If Local they've done a great job County. and really, yep. you know, held up their end of the bargain, then and I know the website's beautiful. I'm on it. Yep. So and I've seen it. It functions well. Yep. Um, use somebody like that that people are you know praising and have had a good experience with for years because. Yeah. You may get one reference from somebody and, oh, charge my brother over here. And then next thing you know, right. five to $10,000 right. is my, gone. my son is is studying in yes. college. He can help he, you get a website. It's out. almost like, exactly. And that's the problem people take. You either need to go one way or the other. You need to do right. the full on, you know, website design that's well done, like a company like that or Shopify. <laughs> right. And, <laughs> or and, Wix or one of those. Well, and so I, I think, you know, I think our, our advice to, uh, to our community, and again, this is where a community will help. Mm-hmm you know, to, to put out there in, if you're in a co-working space or, or you're in a, a group of fellow entrepreneurs, Hey, who have you guys used? Hey, who, mm-hmm. who's had a good experience? Um, I, I think the, uh, you know, and when it comes to websites, this is just my other last little opinion. I, I think you say the term website and that means so many different things to so many different people. Yeah. Now we are talking specifically about a product business. Mm-hmm. So, it's going to be e-commerce and retail. Right. You're, you're not trying to drive people to your website to call you and get more point. information. Yeah. My business is a is a service knowledge mm-hmm. business. So my website would be to get people to contact me. Right. You don't want that. You want them to go, how many, how many, quant- what's the quantity? Yeah. Yeah, I want one, I want 10, exactly. I want five. Mm-hmm. So you want them to get it mm-hmm. done quickly. So know what you want your website to do. Yes. And I think too many business owners, especially new business owners, I don't know what I want. So that's they a kinda, good point. They kind of believe that, oh, and they I often, made a good point, mark it down. Uh, that's no, where they're kidding. losing the money though. That If right. they do go to some of these people and they leave it way too open, they may design something, spend all these hours on it and they hate it, but they didn't give them enough direction. And so that take that responsibility. Not, and that might might not be all the website designers' mm-hmm. fault, right? That's true. That's They're, very true. If you yeah. think about it, their job mm-hmm. is to just give you the website. Now, good website designers will help with consultation, but nobody knows your business like right. you. I've right. heard you say or that. Or your your style or your preference. If you're selling, you know, a sweater and you ended up hating the design they came up with, you know, you've got to. The more you know of to, what you want mm-hmm. and what you want the website Definitely. to do, the better off you get. So. Uh, to our community out there, this is a fantastic topic that we can get a lot of good mm-hmm. responses for. Um, no matter where you are around the country, if you're here local, um, certainly we we would, you know, again, they're not a sponsor of the show, but Make It Loud has done a great job. 
Um, Tiffany has talked about Shopify. We've talked about Etsy. We've talked about very large platforms mm -hmm. that are specifically there for retailers. Let us know your experience. Let us know the providers we mm -hmm. haven't mentioned. Um, we'd love to reach out to them and talk if to you them. If you are and, and a website designer, maybe you can tell us some of the errors that people have made that it drove you insane. And you know, that's what well, happened. And, and specifically for this show, as we move forward, one of the things we are looking for is to bring on, mm -hmm. uh, to bring on uh, experts uh, mm -hmm. over time. So we will be look. We would love to find that online expert that can truly help and and maybe consult that person and and you know our listeners and what to what are the points that you need to get across when you're starting out your website? What yep. are the you know do you go as far as just colors and designs or what all do you share so that you don't have that problem? So hey, we're asking for your help. Reach out to mm -hmm. us. So before we get Please. to the last topic of the day, and I don't think we're going to be able to give a complete no. uh, treatise on the topic, but uh, we'll start it. I uh, just want to remind everybody that uh, you are listening to The Tiffany Crewman Show. Uh, the Tiffany Crewman Show is brought to you every week by choicestoyou.com. If you're in the Gwinnett, North Fulton, Alpharetta, Johns Creek area, go to choicestoyou.com. You'll see your favorite restaurants there, and you can get those restaurants delivered to you by choicestoyou.com. Today, our uh, meal came from Frida's Mexican Restaurant at 706 Grayson Highway uh, in Lawrenceville, Georgia. And Frida's would love for you to use choicestoyou.com. They also would like for you to come in and eat there because that's, you know, that's the main way they do their food. And so they are giving a dine-in offer to listeners of Tiffany's show. If you come in and use the promo code RADIOX, you will get $5 off on your purchase of $20 or more. Nice. Knowing the math the way I do, that's 25% <laughs> off a $20 ticket. That's pretty good. Yeah. Sounds like a good date And the night. food is amazing. It's just, fantastic. Had it. I had, uh, I'm, I'm having chicken fajitas, so it's, it's wonderful. All right. So enough talk about food. Let's get back into the topic. And uh, the last thing we wanted to uh, talk about today and start talking about is you wanted to mention uh, starting a relationship with a retailer. Yes. And this is kind of where we've gotten into the discussion. Mm -hmm. We've dealt with a factory. We've, we've, you know, we've done the product. We've done our research. Uh, we, we might have a, you know, we've got prototypes and, mm -hmm. and we're starting to get into it. Now the retailer is one of the big steps. Yeah. And well, what happens is I've, probably had thousands literally of people reach out to me over the last seven years wanting to reach a specific retailer. Their goal was nothing but to reach that buyer at that retailer and they could not see anything else. They, these were often people that had just product ideas and they were 20 steps ahead of where they should have been. You never ever approach a retailer until you have a finished product and all of the stuff that we talked about on the last show or not two shows ago when we talked about putting them in case packs, putting those on pallets, having the weight of your product, the, the exact perfect price of your product. Right. All of that stuff is what a retailer is going to want. And when we say retailers, we're talking about the buyers, the people that sit in those offices day in and day out and receive request after request after request for products. All right. I'm going to stop you mm -hmm. because I want you to repeat Maybe not verbatim, yeah. but I want you to repeat what you just said, because this is probably one of the biggest points of mm -hmm. this show. When it comes to approaching retailers, yes. never, never, ever, ever, never, ever, 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 until your product is complete. They okay. are not there to consult on your product. And a complete product doesn't mean a complete idea. A complete exactly. product doesn't mean complete it means research. shippable today. I've today. got the product. And, yes. that, and it doesn't mean when you were on Shark Tank with your clay models. It right. means... Here's the product. Here's what it looks like. Here's a package. Here's Well, and maybe that's why I've had so many people reach out to me because they did see me on a show with, you know, a clay product. All of a sudden, I'm in CVS and right. here I am seeing it on the shelves for the first time. So maybe I caused some of that confusion, but there were a million... It's all your fault, <laughs> Tiffany. It's all your fault. <laughs> maybe there, there were a million steps that went in between right. those two. Right. And 
And I, I didn't even know in the beginning that I couldn't speak to buyers openly about that stuff, you know, or, you know, do you think this price is right? You can't negotiate or talk to buyers about that kind of stuff. You have to go to them with a completed well-priced product. And and I think Shark Tank, along with other shows that have come out, you know, a lot of them on CNBC and some Mm -hmm. other stations. And, and I love that. I love that. I love that aspect. I'm so glad that that's on network and cable TV Mm -hmm. because it's, Teaching people about business, it's encouraging mm-hmm. entrepreneurship, it's it's investing in the right things. But I think you see, and so I'm going to use an example, you know, I, I like the show The Profit with Marcus mm-hmm. Limonis. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the most uncharismatic person, yeah. <laughs> but he's just a good business guy, yeah. right? You know right. he gets it and he right. knows the numbers. And so Marcus, like they'll have these meetings, you know, it takes over this business and then, oh, I got us a meeting with CVI, oh, I got right. us a meeting with Walmart, I got us a meeting with, and I'm like... It is not that easy. No, and right? well, and everybody thinks that that is like the the ultimate prize is that meeting with a buyer that you know getting into Walmart, and it's they they don't realize that there's so many steps in between, and that you may not want to go into every single store like we talked about a, a couple shows back. Um, it, the ideal situation, and I know a lady who did it really well, is to go into a, a local, say Walgreens or CVS, and maybe get in a test. So they call it a test and you basically go into, you know, 30 um, stores in the South. And so it it allows them to see, look, this product is doing well in this region. And then they expand from there and it allows you to grow, you know, according to that, that growth. So when it comes to the retailers, there are, there are the opportunity to sit down with Mm -hmm. the national to talk about a national concept. There's also the opportunity, and so let's talk about that that local or that regional opportunity, mm-hmm. a few stores, 20 stores, 30 stores. Is that also through the national chain, or are you talking to a regional? Okay. And I didn't and know about this. And everybody's a little different. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I wasn't even aware of this until uh, I met with a mompreneur friend of mine who had gone that route. Okay. Um, and I didn't know that she actually worked with a store-level manager who said, I love your product. I want to get it in these this region. Um, Whole Foods is like that. So you may only be in one Whole Foods store. You may go in and, and find a salsa you love at Whole Foods and the person standing there sampling it. It may only be at that one location. They're well, fighting basically to get into the next stores. And that's something Whole Foods has done really well. And let's talk about this as well. Is there is there any room also for... So there's a there's a wonderful... Uh, if you go to the Cornerstone Coworking, there's a wonderful little restaurant right down the street that sells the best biscuits in Gwinnett, and it's a one location. Mm-hmm. They have, in, if you walk in there, they have little jams and jellies made by you know some local people. So what about the individual stores? What about the just... You know, lo- I don't even know how many larger brands um a lot, oh you mean like a smaller boutique store so instead of, course, of yeah, yeah. It's, so so you should it, be doing those first exactly i mean that Definitely. can be your first step yes. because if you show should be if you show uh success there yes you can t- that's mm-hmm. even more than taking a finished product you can go and mm-hmm. i have mm-hmm. some sales from i can't tell you how many products i've seen succeed that started out at um there's a store called Kid to Kid. It's a used kid store yep. where you take clothes, you know, clothes, toys, whatever. All the parents are shaking yeah, their head. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows Kid yep, to Kid. Absolutely. Well, in Kid to Kid, you'll see new products as well, right there. When you go to checkout, you'll see all types of new products, and they um, often start out there. Like they encourage, you know, mom inventors that kind of stuff. And so I've seen a couple of those rise over the past five years, where they started there. You only really saw them in there, and the next thing you know. They did get one large retailer, then they got two. And so that's the way to grow a product-based business. Like it's the only way, unless you have some multi-million dollar investor that's like, woohoo, let's go into all the stores and really blow it out of the water. Well, so, and I I mentioned Marcus and the profit, the way he gets those meetings is he's been doing this a long time. He also has the funding behind him. And he's got the contacts, right? So 
And well, more importantly, the money to make enough product to go into all those stores. Right. That's not going to be your goal as right. an entrepreneur, a local entrepreneur launching a single product. You don't, you're not going to have that funding in place initially. So you should, you should be looking at all kinds of local connections. Mm-hmm. And I guess one of the thoughts, you know, you mentioned that some people might not go to the factory because, oh, they're going to steal my idea. Yeah. I wonder if some people think, well, I don't want to go to those local places because I want to get in the big retailer and they'll never talk to me if I'm But that's how you do it. That's exactly how you do it. If you have that success in those and you can show that sell through, then you have a chance at the big one. It's it's the opposite. All right. So we've kind of talked about the concept of it. Um, How do you get in the door? How do you When you're ready, when you do have those... the right numbers and and the availability to ship on that level. If you are reaching out to say a Walmart, you're going to have to have the right quantity to ship on that level. And it's a, it's a matter of reaching the right buyer and people take it so personally. And I did too, in the beginning, I remember reaching out to different buyers, even with Shark Tank, even with Barbara and not hearing back and thinking, Oh, it's my product. They don't, you know, this is wrong or that is wrong. And these are just people in these offices and they are so overworked. I've come to find out after meeting so many of them, these buyers are so overworked. Their job is one thing. They, They have a budget they need to stay in. They have a certain amount of products they need to come into their section of the store and that's it. Right. So it's not about, oh, I didn't think your idea was good. They may have seen it. It may have been a woman sitting there going, oh, man, this is the best invention ever. I'd use this on my kid. But doesn't mean she can bring it into to Walmart for, you know, all the stores across and, the country. And because they're getting, and so another thing, sometimes in sales, it, it takes, it, you know, it takes. 45 of those. Right. Yes. Or it takes even, so let's just talk about one particular retailer. Is it is it also that. Hey, it's a great idea, but I can't do anything with it now. Yeah. Can you can come back? Exactly. You, it's it's a matter of just getting an opportunity to come back. Yes. Because I think some people who do sales, and it was funny, I was talking with someone who does sales, um, and we were saying that uh, we get. I wish people would just give us the a true firm answer. reason. Yes. Just, just tell us no well, and say don't ever call me again. And I think buyers are probably like that. Yes. Right. And, hey. Well, and they don't. They typically don't respond. If they can't do anything with it, they're not going to respond because they don't want to start that conversation with this person who's going to continue to email them. That's the problem with people approaching them before they're ready with pricing. So if you've approached them, say you've approached them with a great product, you've got plenty of it, you can ship it tomorrow, but the price is way off. They're not going to get back to you and say, this is a dollar over what I have in my budget for this section. So you need to have your pricing on point before you ever reach out if you want a chance at that. Huh. Because you could miss it solely for that. Do you know what I mean? Right. So don't. So the retailers are never going to give you any advice, and they're not, not going to give you. Not never, but yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's rare. Yeah. Right. I don't think you're going to hear back. And it's not because they're mean. It's right. because they're dealing with hundreds of yes. products every day. Right. So, for example, mine when I was going to into CVS, the buyer we were working with also placed Tylenol on the shelf, Motrin on the shelf. Do the math there. The money that went into that section, and then compared to my little Ava. I Shark Tank or not, Barbara or not, we were small potatoes. Right. We were one little tiny product sitting there next to a company who has 15 SKUs on the shelf. That is that buyer's focused. He he is he is always focused on getting those off the shelf and making sure they're replenished. And you become a very small. So focus. so one way you can so the main way you can help is to have your stuff in order and know what you have and know what its value mm-hmm. is. What are any other... Well, that's why it's great to be in these small boutiques. You could be their big seller. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and that big could equal something great for you. If you're selling, you know, 50 units out of a little store a month times however many of those little stores you have, you could do better there than you do in 10 CVS stores. You don't, you don't know. And so, so it, it. it really... And, and you can make your mistakes, learn yes. from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and who knows, but in these smaller 
smaller boutiques who they don't know. You yeah. know, hey, I met the buyer from CVS. Right. I met the, you know. Yeah, and it, it never diminishes your brand to be in a smaller boutique. I mean, I don't know if maybe that is a, a perception that people say, oh, gosh, I don't want to go in there because it right. makes me look like small potatoes. That Don't ever think that. That's right. It's the opposite. All the brands, the great brands you've seen that succeeded, like Boogie Wipes, they all started out small and were selling to these little boutique stores and doing it really, really well. And right. that's why they got noticed by big brands. I like it. And, and, uh, and I think also you mentioned you started by talking about retailers with people who focus on just the one big, I just want yeah, to get into. They jump to Walmart. Walmart's, Walmart's like the number one. Right. And, and I think you're missing the rest of the market, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, many entrepreneurs, no matter what they do, whether it's brand or knowledge or service or anything, how many entrepreneurs, when you've heard their success story, I started out going this way and thinking it was going to be this, but then you kind of yeah. changed. Come to find out, went, this is where I made all my money, or right. this is where I succeeded. You yeah. were going to be, you were going to manufacture Ava, right. and then you've gone to licensing yes. now. So, so be willing to, yeah, take that shift. And be change. adaptable and, and mm-hmm. be flexible. So I, I like that. So um, here again, retailers, uh, and 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 I think you know being open to any and all opportunities, and then also uh, this is again why you want to be part of a community. Mm-hmm. You want to be at Cornerstone Coworking because who knows how you're going to get introduced. You want to be part of a group of entrepreneurs because who mm-hmm. knows who and and being able to know the market, being able to know what's going on out there, getting some you know information. Yeah, meeting with others who've been down that road, like myself and Christy, who I may start this group with, who have launched products and can kind of give you some of these pitfalls. But you know, one thing we didn't even touch on, we'll definitely have to take it to another show, but is the other options for selling to those retailers. So it doesn't have to be you approaching these buyers. There are entire companies and reps that handle this stuff um, that we can touch on, I guess, on the next show. You know what? That might, that, I think we figured yeah. out where we're going to go from here. Yep. So I think that's an important one, but it's not, it's definitely not a, a first step. It's usually right. something where you've had a little bit of traction. You, maybe you have done well in the, in the boutique stores and then you're able to secure some of these um, reps. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna kind of wrap up and and mm-hmm. I guess the phrase is we're gonna put a pin in it right now and we'll we'll pick yeah. it up uh, pick up the topic next time. Uh, but we've we've talked about co working spaces, we've talked about websites, we've talked about retailers, and and I think the the theme that keeps coming out of all of these shows is it's important to be part of a good community. Yes, uh, it's important to be part of a good group that is kind of got your best interests mm-hmm. in mind and at heart, and uh, and you have their backs as well, and, and uh, that's what we want. Uh, this community to be a people, uh, listeners, learners, and launchers of the Tiffany Crewman show. We want to hear from you. We want to hear what you liked about this mm-hmm. show. We want to hear what you disagreed with. Uh, and, and, uh, rabbit trails. Any we tips to you down. might have that we go. don't, we've not given because we definitely don't know it all. And we certainly have given some shout outs to companies that are helping entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. uh, in the local Gwinnett County and Metro Atlanta area, but we do not want to confine it to that. If you're listening and, and have some ideas, certainly let us know those things. I wanted to ask you if uh, if there's any te- you kind of kind of teased where we might go with the retailer topic, but I think there's uh, there might be another potential tease for next week. Are we ready to give that or not? Ooh. Oh, of who's coming in for? Yeah, our, yeah we've got a yeah. guest coming in next well, week. We we won't tell who she is yet. We'll tell next week on social media. But she is um, very she's been very successful. Let's just say that. And this is someone who started exactly as we're advising you to do from the ground up. 
kind of really hit the pavement, probably sold in a lot of little boutique stores to start with, or maybe just on her website. But we're going to hear her entire story, and she has been extremely successful. I like um, it. So you're going to love her story, and I hope that you'll tune in for it. So the tease is, you don't know who it is. If yeah. you want to find out, you're going to have to come What I love about this woman is she episode. didn't have the shark tanks and the large investors. She did this on her own, so it's even more impressive. Started from square one mm-hmm. without a mm-hmm. uh, without a pilot episode yes. of a TV show. So I like this. All right. So uh, you want definitely want to be back for that, and uh, we'll continue the topic of launching a product business, and we will have a uh, another successful entrepreneur who did it a little bit differently than Tiffany mm-hmm. did. So mm-hmm. I, I'm looking forward to that. I, I'll be Me back, too. and I uh, hope you guys will be too. So just want to remind people that you can listen to the Tiffany Crewman Show live every Friday at 1 o'clock on Gwinnett Business Radio X. Uh, you can also download the podcast by searching Tiffany the Tiffany Crewman Show uh, on your podcast app. You can also go to tiffanycrewmans.com. That's K-R-U-M-I-N-S.com. Uh, and you can see what Tiffany's up to, see uh, all the different things she's doing, find out more about Ava the Elephant, and also listen to uh, past shows there. You can also follow her on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Yep. <laughs> no, no Snapchat. Okay, not yet. Yeah. Um, you, uh, if you, if you check out, uh, if you're looking at the show, you're going to see the fantastic food that we ate here. So just want to give one more shout out to choices to you.com and to Frida's Mexican restaurant. Thank you for that. And thank you also to Mike and Trey from business radio X, allowing us to broadcast from the beautiful, uh, Gwinnett business radio X studios inside the Senesta hotel, uh, in Duluth and, uh, inside the Subaru Gwinnett studios. So, For Mike, for Trey, for Tiffany, this is Stephen Julian saying we'll see you next time on The Tiffany Crewman Show.